0: The congregation may be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's who we worship. We worship God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Why do you think we do that? Is this something that man made up? That man devised and made up this concept of a Trinity. No. No, the Trinity in that idea is not man-made, it is not man's idea, it is not a philosophy, it is the revelation of God himself. Trinity is how God reveals himself, and he reveals himself through his word, and that word shows us God who he is, how he functions, what he has done, and what he continues to do. God the Father, the creator of the heavens and the earth. A line is drawn right in the sand from the get-go. How Did the heavens and the earth come to be, and how were they formed? It was by God Himself, by the Word. And God the Father is there at creation, and He speaks forth, and there is creation. God created the heavens and the earth, and everything that is in them, including you and me. Our children, the trees, the rocks, everything that we have, God is the father and creator of it. And God continues to create today. He creates and gives forth life. He is the one that causes the seasons to happen, the the grass to grow, droughts to sometimes occur when hedges of protection are lifted or, or provided. When floods come, God's protection and that hedge is either lifted or provided. God is in control of the heavens and the earth. It's not the case that God created everything and then let it go and then stood outside of the creation and just lets it go off on its own. No, God is very involved in the creation. I'll prove that in a minute. The God's Word that dwells among us, that is revealing God continuously to us. God is Father, and He is the Creator of the heavens and the earth. And God has brought forth then His Son, which is the Word made and becoming flesh, the incarnation of God himself into human, into man. His name is Jesus. He is the Christ. He is the son of the living and active God. Jesus was born of a virgin. So that, and he is, so that, and that he might be, and that he does fulfill all scripture. He himself says, Jesus, all the prophets and all the psalms and all the law is embodied in me. And Jesus is the fulfillment of all scripture. And if you want to know God, then you know his son. It's very clear in Jesus' words today in our gospel lesson." And when you know Jesus and you see and you experience Jesus, you experience God. He is the Redeemer, your Redeemer. He shed his blood on the cross so that your sins are forgiven. So that you might be brought by God back into a proper relationship with him. Jesus Christ is the reconciler. He brings us to God. He gives us back to God. And through Jesus, we are now proclaimed by God righteous. Now the Father is not the Son. And the Son is not the Father. But the Father is God. And Jesus the Son is God. And when Jesus ascended, he promised... From His Father, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. And the Holy Spirit has been poured out upon the church by and through the Word, the revelation of God as He reveals Himself, Father, Son, and now the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He is the sanctifier. He is the doer of good works in us. If we seek to reconcile ourselves to God by our good works, we are lost. But God himself does the reconciling. God himself causes in us good. Good, meaning God. He causes in us himself, in his own will, and works in and through us. How does He do all this? Well, there is a place in our world where God comes and meets us. And He comes and meets us in this triune way, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He does it all the time through His Word, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but we really get the the wholeness of the Trinity in one place. Where do you think that place might be? Well, the church, certainly. Okay, we've whirled it down from the whole world to the church. Where in the church do we see the Trinity meeting us and coming to us in this extreme, wonderful way? Right there. It's right there at the waters of baptism where Father, Son, and Holy Spirit Come to us. The last words of Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. This is chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. The last words of Matthew. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, and the Greek word there is, into. We like to say baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I think that sometimes that can just be theoretical. Like it could just be, well, in theory, we are in and around um, you know, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. No, the Greek is really clear. Baptize them into God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So baptizing them into the name of the Father and into the name of the Son and into the name of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the, to the very end of the age. God comes to us. He comes to us through word and sacraments. He visits us Here and now. He is not some far-off God who has no idea what in the world is going on down here and is not involved in it. No, he is actively involved in it. If there is non-involvement, it's not going to be on God's part. It's going to be us. Moving away. From word. And from sacrament. And if you've done that, if you've moved away from word and sacrament, repent. Repent. Because this is the kingdom of God is here. This is the kingdom of God. There is no other place where you will, where, where God can find you or, or come to you apart from his word and the sacraments that he himself have, has instituted by his word, by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is God's will. When Jesus says, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Jesus commanded baptism here. Jesus commanded Holy Communion. When he himself broke the bread and said, this is my body given for you. When he took the cup and blessed it, the cup of wine and said, this is my blood shed for you for the remission of all of your sins. These are the commands of Christ that I am now teaching to you. If you came today wanting me to give you your best life now, I'm not your guy. I am not here for self-help or to improve your productivity. I'm here to tell you and teach you about God and to help you know Him as He wants Himself to be known to you. And how does He do that? All I have at my disposal is this. His own revelation of Himself. We teach it to each other. We live through it. We live by it. And God lives in and through us by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are bound by God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to His Word and to these sacraments where He Himself comes and meets us and greets us and gives us everything that we need for this life and what a life what a triune life that we have with our triune god as we experience his triune grace the grace that he gave us to create us The grace that he has bestowed upon us by forgiving us through his Son, Jesus Christ. And now the grace that he has given us with the indwelling of his Holy Spirit to move us and to guide us. Where? Not anywhere in this world. No, always back to himself. Back to the Word. And back to the sacraments. It's so simple. It's so easy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now may this peace of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be yours, that he abides with you now and forever, always keeping your focus on your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.